When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The New York Rangers have won the Stanley Cup. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Pete Hoffman. Baseball is back tomorrow. Some spring training games. I'm pumped. I'm excited. And let me tell you something. All week I've heard how bad the New York Mets are going to be and how the Kodai Senga has basically dug their grave. And let me tell you something. The Mets got them right where we want them. This is the perfect spot for the New York Mets because the expectations are as low as they can get. Past couple seasons, we're talking about a team that was picked to win the World Series. Now they're picked to win 80 games. It's perfect. And Kodai Senga going down before the first pitch of spring training and being shut down and go to miss opening day. The best news ever. If you're a Mets fan. Because you want to know something? The past two years, we received the day before opening day. A week before opening day. Our ace of the staff goes down. What are we going to do? Well, now you have plenty of time to fix the what are we going to do. And you have a camp. You have pitchers, Tyler McGill, as he's excited about, you know, spring training, excited to pitch for the first time this year. He's going to be fighting for a job. Joey Lucchese fighting for a job. You have a bunch of players who will be fighting for a roster spot. And this is competition is best when you have people fighting for positions. We're going to see if, and David Stearns is going to see what he has with this quote-unquote core of players. What type of team he actually has. All right, I'm sick and tired of hearing, oh, there's a, it's a bad core, it's a bad team, you know, it's all going to be blown up, trade Pete, trade this guy, trade that guy. You know who's going to make that decision? David Stearns. That's who's going to make the decision. And I trust in David Stearns. I trust in Steve Cohen. I still do. I trust that they are going to see things that the fans don't. They, I mean, listen, David Stearns has already made major headway in the minor leagues with the coaching staff in all levels of the New York Mets. Now, the the major league talent, the the product, may still be questionable as far as where you think the, the, the height of this team in 2024 may go. There, there is no expectation of, oh, this team is going to win 100 games. Like, that's stupid. That would be idiotic to come on the radio and say, this New York Mets team 
is going to win a World Series. No brainer. They are the best team in the league. No. But they are by far not even close to the bottom of the barrel. We overlook the Mets. We look at the Mets as a New York team that has a high payroll and they should be juggernauts. And that's not the case. That's not who they are right now. They're not even close to that. And it's not David Stern's fault, and it's not Steve Cohen's fault for trying. But they are also not on the bottom end. Look at the bad teams in baseball. The Mets are not there. I mean, the Mets play bad teams in baseball in their own division in the Washington Nationals. You want a bad team? That's a bad team. You want a bad team? Look at the Milwaukee Brewers who are starting to basically trade away everybody. They have no idea what to do. They got rid their GM basically left them, came to came to the Mets and are basically taking over uh being a a bottom end team. The Milwaukee, Milwaukee Brewers. They don't know what to do with themselves. They're trading away their best pitchers because they can't sign them. So yeah, You want to be a little disappointed that maybe the Mets didn't go all in on 2024. But why do you think they had to? So they could just continue to go the same pace that they've been at the past couple of years of overspending and under-delivering? That's idiotic. And... I know it's early on. I know the spring training hasn't even started yet. I know the, you know, it feels like the Mets are dead already to a lot of people. But they're not. And if, I don't want to say if, 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 but the Mets are in a situation where last year, three out of the five starters were hurt for the first half of the season pretty much. You have Kodai Senga, I get it. Not going to be there for opening day. Who knows how long he's going to be out for. But I'm glad they found it now. Rather than in three or four weeks when opening day is going to occur and then they have to pivot. Now what are we going to do? Now we're going to scribble. And by the way, just because the New York Mets and David Stearns said, we're going to look in-house to see what we have. Next man up does not mean that they are not going to sign somebody. Who the hell does business and says, you know what, we're desperate, we need to go find somebody. So Jordan Montgomery, get ready. Michael Lorenzen, get ready. We're going to give you guys a call in a little bit. They're not going to do, he's not going to do that. That would be stupid. That's the one thing, thing I've learned from David Stearns right now. He's not stupid. Now, he may be a little bit too honest. He may be, I mean, listen, Stearns and Cohen. Cohen last year basically told us what his plan of action was. I'm going to be selling off people. I'm not going to be adding to this team. And the offseason may not be as big and splashy as you want it to be. And he basically nailed it. That's what's going on. But on the other hand, too, I mean, you look at the baseball now, the the top 100 now. The Mets, up until Kodai Singh's injury, had five of the top 100 players In baseball. Okay? Five of the top 100 in baseball. 
the Braves have nine, but nobody else has anything close to nine. Dodgers are up there. A few other teams are up there. The Yankees have three. They have three of the top 100 players in baseball. Now they happen to be in the top 10, but they have three. So the Mets are up there at at, at least spread up and down. Have a good enough squad to be deeper in the top 100 and have a competitive team. And the bullpen has been restructured in a way where as long as these pitchers can get you five good innings, so all you need is five good innings. You should have a good back end of the rotation, back end of the of the bullpen. It's it's gonna be another nail biting season. You're not gonna see the Mets become juggernauts and beat up everybody. Yeah, that's fine, but we never expected that. But the Mets are gonna be competitive. The Mets are gonna be mediocre. But I used to say mediocre means that you're bad. In 2024 baseball, mediocre means you can make the playoffs. 877-337-6666. Uh, you can always follow me. It's Pete Hoffman with you till midnight filling in for Keith McPherson. You can always follow me at Hoff WFAN. Uh, we're going to have Randy Couture later on in the 9 o'clock hour. Uh, talk a little MMA. PFL versus Bellator tomorrow. So we's going uh, to come on to promote that. And then, obviously, your calls. 877-337-6666. Let's open up those phone lines. Tommy's in New Hyde Park. What's up, Tommy? Welcome to the fan. Hi, P. How you doing? I'm good. What's up, brother? I want to know why we don't hear nothing about getting Montgomery. We had him two years ago. We let him go. And why don't we get Snell? Sanger, who knows? Is he going to be out a week after opening day or a month? Yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna evaluate. They don't know how long Sega's gonna be out for. I mean, it could be, it could be, you know, come, come back June first. Again, we don't know that yet. But here's the thing: is you're talking about uh, Jordan Montgomery and, and Blake Snell. Yeah. If if Blake Snell is probably not gonna happen just because of the t- luxury tax and the amount of draft picks that they'd have to give up for Blake Snell. So that, I'm assuming that's good. And not to mention, notice how nobody wants to give Blake Snell a big contract. I think be- Why is that? because he he's not he's not as good as we think. Like he won two Cy Young awards, great. I'm very happy for him. But he's not this pitcher who who goes out there and last year towards the tail end he pitched about six innings deep every single game, which was good. But that's not his typical fashion. He's a guy who throws a lot of pitches in a minimal minimal that's amount of innings. Of he, he walks a lot of batters. If a, I say this every time, if you threw Daniel Vogel back up against <laughs> Blake Snell, you might see him walk five out of five times. Yeah. What about Montgomery? Why don't uh, Jordan Montgomery, I just think right now just costs too much because he's not that good. Like he's not he's he's not the top end. Like Shohei Otani made a ton of money, Yamamoto made a ton of money, but Jordan Montgomery is it, it, for where you know? he is right now, for the scale right now. Yeah, yeah, he's one of the best available, but that doesn't well, make him great. Pete, I understand that, but the problem is, how much can he get? He, he can't overpay. How much can he overpay? Well, that's up? the whole point, Tommy, is that nobody wants to sit there and overpay these guys. And look around the, the, the players that are still available that are looking for big long-term contracts 
are looking to get overpaid. And listen, I don't begrudge anybody. And Tommy, thank you so much for the phone call. I don't begrudge anybody trying to get money, but they are not going to get paid by the New York Mets because the Mets right now are are taking. If anything, you're going to see the Mets go for a Michael Lorenzen, a Mike Clevenger type of pitcher. Bring him in for a one-year, prove-it-to-me deal, maybe a second-year option. That's why Sean Manai's here. That's why Luis Severino's here. And I understand, well, but don't you have to commit to somebody eventually? Well, you you have to see what you have with the players that that are in your system right now. And that's why the Lucchese of the world, the 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 Britos of the world, uh, Budo. Is it Brito or Budo? I always get confused with which one's on the Mets, which one's on the Yankee. But regardless, you have... All of these players that the Mets have to check out to see how they fit in their system before you do anything. Before you can sit there and go, ah, I I, I gotta make a trade. I gotta bring in somebody. Like that's why, and it's stupid. I don't like the philosophy, but that's why they haven't brought in a real bat yet. That's why they haven't brought in a DH yet because they want to see all of these young players hit. They want to give Vientos. They want to give Beatty. They want to give anyone of in the youth, the youth movement that they have. They want to give them the opportunities to get the the at bats. I think you could still bring in a, a DH of some sort, but that's what they're choosing to do right now because they really don't want to stunt their growth in any sort of way. Matt is in Hillsdale. What's up, Matt? Pete, I'm a huge fan. Rico Bronius since day one. Love you guys. Let's go. Let's go. Today's episode was great. Um, listen, um, I agree with you 100%, but also Evan has a side of it. There's a Montgomery thing that we have to talk about. We need a pitcher in this starting rotation. We need another arm. It has to be a starter that has been in the major leagues before, not guys that we pull up and not these low-end guys. We can't have a rotation that falls apart in the middle of the season. Injuries are going to happen. Senga has had an injury history his entire career. We knew that when he was coming in here to the U.S. We need a reliable arm that has had a history. Montgomery puts in innings. As Evan has said on Rico, he's been getting better as he's pitched the years. We need to do this. The price will come down. And we need to show Boris a grain of salt here. We need to show him that we'll play his game and that we want Pete next year as well. Well, I, I don't know if Pete and Montgomery have anything to do with each other. I Now, I get it. I understand because Scott Boris is the guy. I, I truly don't think that that's going to have anything. Because Pete Alonzo is not going to come down in price. He's going to go to the highest bidder, right? Like, I think agreed, he's just going to go. Agreed, I, Especially if but he has a great Bo- season. We want Boris to come back to us. That's the thing. Yeah, well, you know, not for nothing, though, Matt. I mean, they've had their issues already. I mean, don't you recall when uh, Conforto wasn't signed by the Mets a few years ago? That and was Conforto. Sit at, was that? That was Conforto. This yeah, is a whole but he would, but, but no, but hold on. Hold on. I mean, just to compare the two, he was a homegrown Met. He was in the 2015, um, you know, playoff run. So, I mean, Michael Conforto was one of those guys where they thought was going to be the next David Wright, Jose Reyes, that that next homegrown player that was going to have a long, lengthy career with the Mets. And he had a beautiful swing. I'll give you that. I love that swing. But he had that shoulder issue. I mean, I think his shoulder popped out swinging one time. And Pete does not have that injury history. Um, Michael Conforto just fell off the planet. But we need to bring in a pitcher, back to my original point. This rotation needs a solid arm that can get through a season. Doesn't need a leader. Doesn't need a 
an ace. It just needs someone that it can rely on. And that, as a fan, is what I want to see them bring in. So I, under, I understand Stern's mentality here, but it's a season that I want to be able to watch, not just the first 10 days and get excited. And I want to be able to watch it. I want to be able to Rico with you guys all summer. <laughs> Let me tell you something. The last half of, uh, of the year last year was a tough uh was a tough set of, of Ricos. Like the, the once the team started selling off uh, David Robertson and whatnot, the the Ricos got a little bit more depressive. I'll tell you that much. Yep, yep. <laughs> Matt, they thanks did. so much for the phone call. I appreciate it. Listen, I understand you want to. There's there's a lot that rides on this season. Again, too. Here's the other thing. Like if the team is is so bad as some people make him out to be, does Pete just want the money or does he want to go to a winner? Because that's the other thing. Like. At some point in time, does $250 million work if you're a Met for life and you you never win? Or I'll take 230 but then go to the Yankees, for example. Like, I'm just throwing out ideas that you do you – how much is it to make the most amount of money and how much is winning? And the Mets need to get back on track, track of winning. The Mets don't sustain winning. They've never done that. They – in their history of the Mets, in the history of 50-plus years of being the New York Mets, they have won, they've gone to the playoffs back-to-back twice. And one of them is a crop of, crop of crap, in my opinion. You can't count the 2016 um, wild card one-game berth or whatever versus the Giants. I think that's, a, that, that's BS. I don't really count it. I know it does count. But it doesn't. To me, it doesn't. 2015, they went to the World Series. They made the wild card, one game playoff series in uh, 2016, and that was it. But and then the other, only other time they got back to back in the playoffs was in 99, 2000. But that's it. This franchise has been doom and gloom. They they rise to the top and then have a quick fall. And that is why they brought in David Stearns because. You look at what they did. he did in Milwaukee. You look at a team that didn't have the biggest budget but was able to be a sustainable winner. And, yes, they may not have won a World Series, but they were picked to win a couple, t- few times, and they were always in the playoffs. And that is the first thing you got to do to win a World Series is make the playoffs. The Mets don't even do that half the time. So, listen – We'll get back to your phone calls, 877-337-6666. But for all the negativity that I heard all week long about the New York Mets and how bad they are, and this team is, is this franchise is doomed again, and 2024 just, just, you know, put the last nail in the coffin, it's over. I'm telling you right now, it's actually not as bad as you think. The team has more optim- optimism going into the season than it has in a while. And I'll tell you why coming up next. 877-337-6666. You can always follow me at Hoff WFAN.